Welcome back to the Personal Jukebox Podcast. Just giving you a quick heads up, this is the second half of a two-parter looking at 2005's Festival compilation album. And I'll another heads up, this is better than any of songs on that one. Me and Mr Christopher Wellins are looking back, picking the bones out of it. So without further ado, let's get back to it. So we're back with part two of this, um, I don't know, this like four-month-long episode. <laughs> Looking at the festival compilation, Indie Landfill <laughs> compilation from August 2005, uh, when everyone was getting ready. Oh, no, actually, the majority of the festivals had already been and gone, haven't they? Uh, you've, you've got Reading at the end, yeah. When was V? When was V? Isn't V uh, the end of, m- mid to end July? Yeah. yeah, it's not around now, is it? No, no, they've no. scrapped it. Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah, so we're looking at that. We got, I don't know, three parts of the way through the first disc. So, <laughs> uh, I believe the last track we left off on was Linkin Park's Breaking the Habit. Um, and if you want to take something a bit Route 1, a bit Basic Bitch, a bit like, oh, this kind of era, then how about some of this? Radio X written all over it, hasn't it? I've always loved Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, rather. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Train spotting it was a great song. Great song, great film. Look me, we've fallen over our feet. Yeah, so you're going to be my girl. This was from 2003. So it was a couple of years earlier. Um, sprung to prominence with the iPod advert. You remember at the time? Yes. Uh, did you ever have an original iPod? Um, I had a... I don't think mine was Generation 1. No, I definitely Maybe never. the second. It wasn't that big. But it wasn't the Mini either. No, I remember Lindsay's brother giving me the one that was probably about... Yeah. Like that. Yeah, with the, with, still with the disc on. Yeah, but you yeah. didn't spin it. Oh, okay. And pressed the buttons on it. Um, yeah, I didn't use it a lot. It was... I don't know. I think I probably thought, oh, this is too fiddly and shitty. This is never going to take off. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. Can you still buy an iPod now? I doubt you can, you know. I mean, it's all, it's all on your phone, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I've, I had two iPods, mm. and possibly even three, because one, one I broke, and then I got bought another one. I might have lost one, so they were, they were good. They were okay. Mm. But then, obviously, there was this song, like you said, spearheaded that kind of uh, marketing campaign. I think the U2 as well was heavily involved yeah. in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was that kind of like black and yeah. white thing, and yeah. where it was just the silhouette, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, they've got to be Aussies, aren't they? 
They, they are Australian. They've got to be Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> Them. And what was the other one? Wolf Mother. Were they Australians? So, woman. Without a woman. You I've that never song? heard of them. You have. You have. Hang on one second. <laughs> um, wolf. No. Oh, no. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, Jess. <laughs> Gotta be Australia. Yeah, just a song that always it's so radio friendly that song. And I just I despise radio friendly songs. <laughs> because they just seem to be cut and made for the it's a two and a half, three minute slot that yeah. fits in just before the news, just after the whatever. And I just I just don't I just don't I don't like it. It's like one of them songs that people who think air guitars are cool like. Yeah. The darkness, you know that kind of shite. Yeah. God, do you remember those dark times when the darkness <laughs> were like a big band? We're kind of covering most of it. So. Yeah, I know. This is, this is literally heartland of it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Jet, yeah, shit. Did they do anything else? I, I think they're still going. They um, was their album not called something like Shine On or Shine? Oh God, I don't know. In, in my in my research. They went on to support another Australian band, which I got into when I went mm. to Australia in, yeah. t- in 2000. Yeah. You heard of Powderfinger? No, I haven't. Wow. Well, I, I, I got into Powderfinger. They were, yeah. they're, they're huge in Australia. But yeah. basically, uh, Powderfinger were doing some kind of like farewell tour in 2019 and Jet got on it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, Christ. 2019, Jet was still they a thing. still going. Oh, shit. Still going. Are you going to be oh, like yeah. I mean, imagine that. Wow. I'll ride that one out for you. It's fair play to you, you know. Milk those teats. <laughs> I've never heard of Powderfinger. Tell me a Powderfinger song. I'm not going to play them now, but yeah. There's a song called My Happiness, which was their big song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bought their album when I was in Australia. Yeah. Because when, whenever, when you're in Australia and you go out every night yeah. and it was all just backpackers and the same music would be played in every bar. Mm. And they would always play this one song, which was like the current hit, which was their band, Powderfinger. And it, okay. they were okay. What are they? And I actually saw them at V. When I got back in 2001, I went to V that summer. Yeah. So I got back in the June, went to the V, uh, went to v in the July. Yes. And um, I was excited because I heard they were on, you know, um, mm. they, they were on the roster. And they, they played, they were the first act on. I don't know where they were. They're on at 12 o'clock, where like everyone's just laying blankets down and stuff. No one cares. No, they were. No, no, no. And I got. You were like, have you heard of these? These are powder fingers. I was so excited. And I was there with my brother and his Miss Sal. And no performance is going to go down well when everyone's just sitting down with their sunglasses on, just talking amongst themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's basically. they, they, They had to play to that. Powderfinger. Powderfinger, My Happiness, it was the song that they, I'm sure you'll know it. You know, I think I've heard this song. I think I have actually heard this song. It's not a bad song, is it? No, 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 it's not a bad song. No, it's not. They, they do look a bit Maroon 5 on the beat. <laughs> With a bit few less neck tattoos, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, yeah, I definitely have heard the nine-pound finger now, thinking about it. I've heard this chorus. 
Yeah, I can't sing it now because all the music's it, playing. But it builds up and it's bloody good. Mm. Yeah, powder finger guys. Give them a give them a listen. There's another one. There's another one we can. You can do that off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, how much do I hate face I do? <laughs> right now. Oh man, it's almost as if you were that guy off the <laughs> Have you ever seen the in between us second move, mate? Not the second. Oh, haven't you? Okay. Well, you're, you're the guy with the dreadful guitar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Means nothing to you. Everyone else will go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to what we're doing. Okay, so next track on this was because I think everything's kind of been British, hasn't it, up to this point? Yeah. Apart from Green Day at the start. Uh, we had Linkin Park, we had Jet, and then the next track is by Simple Plan. Uh, shut up by single plan single plan simple plan I found it hard to find a legitimate album version of it so the only version I could find was this live version on Apple Music and it goes a bit like oh go on I think I might have got one on uh, my Amazon on Amazon yeah use Amazon Music yeah yeah no way people do that I have loads of emails telling me to do it. That's where all the hits are. <laughs> this is shit, isn't it? I've got, I've got pop punk. Yeah, pop punk. Blink 182. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, we said that Chantal House was yeah. like four out of ten Paris Hilton. <laughs> this is like three out of ten Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be, hasn't it? It's poor. Yeah, I haven't got a lot to say about. Let's that. move on. So this is Ash with Starcrossed. I do love those notes together on the build-up. Yeah? Yeah. Like the first three, and then I'm thinking, oh, they're going to go back. But that fourth note really, like, lifts it to something. Never been a big fan of um, your man's voice. Yeah. Right. Okay. Never really thought he was a very good... Couldn't carry the song. Nah, I didn't really ever think so. He seemed, seemed a bit like... I don't know, a bit less, Weak. a bit less, a bit mid, a bit less than. Um, but Ash had some big songs, didn't they? Yeah, I uh, can't oh, grumble hang on, hang with... On, hang on, can we just get this chorus? One second. Why not? Hang on one second. Yeah, go on, sorry. No, uh, yeah, I think they, I've got three good songs, basically, that they, they, they did. Whatever. Yes, from looking into it, which yeah, it's okay, you know. <laughs> the free, the free good songs. Yeah, okay. Girl from Mars. Never, yeah, it's all right. Life less ordinary. Yeah, good song. Cracking song. Good song. Good song. Goldfinger. 
Um, yeah, yeah, good song, good song. Yeah. You know, when they experimented with a different sound and they did, I've mentioned it before on the podcast, Clones. Don't know if I go away it. and listen to Clones. I'm not going to play it now. Anybody go away and listen okay. to Clones by Ash. What direction did they go in then? Oh, I don't know. It's like it's a bit heavier. Mm. Yeah. Because I think they were all like ma- major Sabbath fans and stuff. Okay. Ash, which was really weird. Yeah. I remember seeing them on a, like a late night. Remember when like ITV used to have good programs on after about like 11 o'clock? Yeah. Before everything just turned into infomercials yeah. or... Those casino kind of mm, type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we had that, and you used to get like these random music programs, and it'd be like, focus on Ash. Yeah. The candid interviews with the band and stuff. They got a lot of notoriety, didn't they, due to a fee- the whole female bass player card that they played. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, if, if there's one thing that indie fans love, they love um, a... A half decent, good looking <laughs> instrumentalist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally be raised from like um, a 10 pointer down to a like, <laughs> man, I don't even need to see a drink. I don't need to sniff a drink if you're playing guitar or bass in yeah. like an indie band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what her name was. I think she left, didn't she? Mm. I, I, I don't profess to know too much about no. Ash. I'm sorry. Um, good song, though. Not bad. You like Starcrossed? Not bad. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Would it's you, okay. Would you consider adding that to Ash's three good songs? I, I don't know if I can stretch to four. No. Uh, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy with my, my trio of Ash songs. He's <laughs> <laughs> had enough. Um, I, w- I will say, I've got one little you know, yeah, yeah. tidbit. Um, yeah. Is it tidbit or tib- I tidbit? I believe it's tid. I believe it's tid. Tid, rather yeah. than tit. Okay. Yes, rather than tit. Um, they must have toured with, in the early 2000s, America with Coldplay. Okay. They directed a film called Slashed, a horror film. Okay. Not like pissing in the streets by <laughs> Marley Cyrus. <laughs> no. Um, so the film, it, had, it starred Chris Martin, um, really? jo- jo- Johnny Buckland. Yes. Which is, you know, yeah. Neil Hannon from the Divine Comedy. Divine like, Comedy, yeah. Moby was in it. The film never got completed, uh, but scenes have leaked out over the years on various, yeah. on Coldplay's website and also Ashes. And, yeah. Yeah. Slashed. Uh, apparently, Chris Martin plays an FBI agent, and he he gets killed in it. Wow! <laughs> Good lord! No way! Okay. Um, yeah, that'd probably be interesting viewing, wouldn't it? Really? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Big mates with uh, big mates with Coldplay and the other bands. Talking of Slash, have you seen there's a new um, Scream film out? Oh, was it like Scream Eight or some something crazy? Oh, it's got to be on it. Got to yeah. be seven or eight. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know how I might go and see it. Yeah, I don't know, am I? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to find a film that me and Lindsay are both Why are going. they releasing it now? Why don't they just wait till, like, October? What's wrong with them? Yeah, the last time me and Lindsay went to the cinema, I'm pretty sure there may have been one time in between, but the time before that was definitely the last scream for <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> whenever that was. You're kind of tied in now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in for the long haul. I'm, I'm invested. I need to know what happens next. <laughs> I mean, those first films were great. The first few Scream films were actually really good. Scream 1 and 2 are good films. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll uh, Scream they're, 1 and they're, 2. They're okay. I mean, I, I don't mind horror films, but they they have to really be a horror films. film. That that. They're just these teen kind of like yeah. Well, it was, but surely the first one was the start of that genre. Yes, and, yes. It, and yeah, it, it did. It did. Like you say, once again, I suppose it was important because it kind of it spawned 
I know what you did last summer. It spawned all these mm-hmm. Jeepers Creepers. It, honestly, it, it did yeah. um, inspire, you know, a, a kind of generation of new horror films, but they were all teen horror films going back. Because that, that all started in the 70s, didn't it? And then it died in the late 80s. And then it kind of got bought back as a result. Um, yeah, I'm guessing so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it just becomes passe yeah. and it becomes back in. So, yeah. I don't know. You're not going to see the new Scream film, anyway. I'm not going to see the new Scream film. No, I don't know if I will, really. I just, there's just nothing on the cinema that I fancy at the moment. I'm going to wait for the DVD. <laughs> I believe you know somebody who might be this band. <laughs> it's a terribly long intro. There's no need for an intro like this. No, is that? This is not radio friendly. <laughs> no, it's not. So let's, let's just talk. We've got New Order here with the song Jet, Jet Stream uh, featuring Animatronic. From is that a person? Off of Scissor Sisters. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was a female vocalist in Scissor Her name's Sisters. Anna Matronic. Anna Matronic. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's not, but yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, New Order are like one of those bands who were like just before I kind of listened to music, you know what I mean? They've been around like forever. Like they, obviously, they, you know, they started out as Joy Division, didn't mm-hmm. they? And, you know, so they've kind of been going a long time. Um, they were the, part of the whole Hacienda. Um, yeah, well, they've got to be, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was kind of slightly before our time, even though we lived through that. But in terms of like appreciating music, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've like, I've got a mate who's like a couple of years older than me, but he lived through that, so he loves them. Loves New Order. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Ma- I'm just thinking maybe we just aren't old enough. Well, I kind of thought New Order would sort of over as a concern um, mid well probably early 90s like Regret and stuff like that was very early 90s wasn't yeah, it yeah it was like your, your 94 that was 93, 94 Regret yeah, yeah yeah, that probably fits so I thought oh actually this is in 2005 maybe they had a bit of a hiatus do you think or yeah I mean they're still kind of doing music in one way or another um, they are now. Yeah, my mate saw them last year. They went on like this this reunion tour. Yeah, uh, with Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, kind of fits the. Yeah, yeah, the you know, thing, it's yeah. like put two together, and yeah. Um, I work with a lad who um, saw the Pet Shop Boys as well. He, I don't think he was particularly interested in going to see them um, eighteen months, two years ago, and he came <laughs> to work the next day. And he was like, Pet Shop Boys, really good. I really enjoyed the gig. They blew me away. They did Glastonbury, didn't they? And then it yeah, just, did, it just yeah. kind of like... I think they became a bit... Yeah. 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 Um, let's have a little bit of this chorus. Understated vocal, doesn't he? Is there a bit of world emotion in there as well? Yeah, well, not quite, but you know what I mean. <laughs> he, he does, though. There's no like, um, yeah. I'm not exerting myself to reach this. Day, <laughs> you know? yeah, gonna, this is all you get in. <laughs> yeah, this is what you get. In. Be happy with it. Um, I do think it's funny as well when people refer to what's the bass player? Hook. 
Peter Hook. Yeah, it? Peter Hook. That's it. And people look. Oh yeah, you know Hooky. Oh, you know Hooky on the bass. Yeah, <laughs> Hooky. Yeah, oh, fucking Hooky. Does yeah. he play the lowest bass ever? Is it like? Well, I listened to um, a podcast recently, and they were talking a bit a lot about New Order and Joy Division and all that kind of stuff. And they said that Peter Hook played the bass like a guitar. So where a bassist would really traditionally play very simple stuff, he yeah. played far more intricate beats and stuff like that, and it was a bit more leady. Yeah. So that's kind of why he gets acclaim. Yeah, he gets. Uh... Yeah, I get it. I get it. He was married to what's the face, weren't they? Caroline Ahern. I oh, was they. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were. Know. They were married. Obviously not now, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were, because she's there's like... There's a lot of tragedy in his life, then, isn't there? You well, know, yeah. Well, yeah. Ian Curtis as well. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next track. In 2005, if you're going to pick... If you're going to pick an R.E.M. song to put on a compilation album, you could, like, man, there's lots you could pick from. Yeah, R.E.M., decent band. Love to do an episode on them in the future. Um, I think they've done some cracking songs. All the way to Reno might not be the one. All the way to Reno Just hit the non-believers And challenge the laws of chance Thoughts? I bought this album the day it came out in... Which album is this? This is off an album called Reveal, which came out in... About the eight, no June two thousand and one, when I was in Australia, still in my last couple of weeks. That makes sense because this this was released <clears> August, the single. I bought it literally the day it came out, and uh, I went down to Darwin Beach. Was this their last album? No, no, they did um, they did about two or three more after this, I believe. Hmm. Um, this one was a big flop. You know, the, the the one before was a flop as well. Up, this hmm. was a flop because it signed a huge. They'd signed a huge um, recording deal. I mean, they were fucking... At around, in around 95, 96. Yeah. Worth, I don't know, God knows how many million. Uh-huh. The albums that kind of followed didn't really hit. Yes. They they really kind of started to tank in the US, <clears throat> but they did... In England, in the UK, they were kind of selling more records per capita than, than, than any other country. Okay. You know, the UK were still sweet on them. I bought this album. Um, I listened to it on the beach in Darwin. I listened to it a couple of times over the next few days, and it's I was not terrible. And I was like, "There, there are some good songs on this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. are some okay songs." Never heard the album. I'll this one, this one is. I can't ever wrap my head around why they felt the need to release this one because mm-hmm. there are some releasable songs on that album. I don't know why they released this one. It's just a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're they're not. Uh, a concern now or they or am on to thing now Stipe said back in I think 2011 maybe mm-hmm. that they would never record again yeah and uh, I'm pretty he's the kind of guy to you know to kind of go Why through is that, that? Um, I think he just said that well first of all they lost I say lost um, Bill Berry the drummer yeah in about 94 or 95 did he he left to become a farmer Oh, really? uh, he just got, got became really disenfranchised with like you know the um, touring life, yeah, recording, yeah. and you can imagine that after a fair while. I yeah, get, I get he, it. When been in the game, been yeah. in the game like a long time, mm-hmm. and he said, "Look, I just want to go and I want to go, I just want to go and farm," mm-hmm. you know. And he said, "That that that's what I want to do," and he did, and they they let him do that, mm-hmm. but he said, "I'll only do it 
if you guys don't break up, you need to keep going. Okay. Yeah, so over yeah. the course of a few days, they said, look, we we are going to keep going. And they just took them a while to find a drummer. Yeah. Because he was the drummer, wasn't he? Um, yeah, and that they still released some really good stuff after mm-hmm. he left. And mm-hmm. uh, I, think, I think I saw them in like the early 2000s. It's uh, Millennium, Millennium Stadium, and it was, yeah. uh, it was a good gig. To be fair, it was they're all right. headlining, yeah. It was, it was just, it was just them. It was just their yeah. gig, yeah. Oh, it was just them, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like sixty, seventy thousand people. But like I say, for some reason they were huge over here, but not in America. Um, no, I, I, I do like REM. Yeah, you know, I'm, this track I'm not too fussed about. Mm. Poor track. No night swimming, is but, it? No, no, it's, 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 it's. Um, but. As a band, they're good. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never told you this before as well. The tribute band that I saw that's got the best tribute band name yeah. was, was an no, REM yeah. tribute. Yeah. And it was um, Are We Them? So <laughs> it was the R in, mm. in A-R-E and the yeah. kind of like, you know, I had it in capitals, Are We? And I thought that was a pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Actually. The lead singer was Fat. There was a Fat, fat Michael Stoyf. Yeah, Michael Stoyf's never been fat, has he? He's, you know, he's, Michael, he's never been They carrying. thought he had AIDS for years, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> that was the rumour, wasn't I know, it? Yeah. Oh, Michael Stoyf's got AIDS. That's why Ari ever finishing. Yeah. You know, that was yeah, the yeah. rumour, yeah. Michael Stoyf's never carried an excess ounce. <laughs> oh, no, it's just, <laughs> why is he so fat? I just, I just, it was so weird. It was good. They were good though. I saw them at the Robin in Bilston. Yeah. yeah. Robin 2. Yeah, Robin There's two. no Robin 1 no more though, isn't there? Now, if you remember, right back at the very, 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 very start of this episode, we looked at what the number one single in the UK was. Yeah, and you can remember what it was, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, what was it? You're Beautiful by, my, by James Oh, was Blunt. it? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. At the start of 2005? Yes. Um, the last track on this. On the first side of this compilation is this. It was actually the first single released off this album three months before he put out You're Beautiful. It was re-released a couple of months later when it got a higher Didn't chance. know that. Didn't know that. Mr. James Blunt. Go steady on me. Won't you tell me what the wise men said when they came down from heaven? Small nine till seven. All the shit that they could find. But they couldn't escape from you. Couldn't be free of you. And now they know there's no way out. And they're really sorry now for what they've done. There were three wise men just trying to have some. I don't mind this. It's got the best lyric of virtually, of most songs ever in it. <laughs> wow, this is a bold claim. Those free wise men got a semi by the sea. Yeah. Well, the Americans never understood that, yeah. It didn't translate. They were all just like, oh, God, you know. Well, I don't even know what it's supposed to mean. It's not... It's a, a, a semi-detached house, surely. No. 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 Oh, it's not. So if you've seen the, have you seen the video? No. Okay, so the video is quite edgy. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like, yeah. it basically involves James Blunt being, yeah. being kidnapped... By these free men who oh, are God, wise men and taken to this place yeah. by the sea. Yeah. And the semi stands for semi automatic rifle. They've got a semi by the sea. Oh. <laughs> They're about to kill him. Okay. Oh, God, no way. Yeah. Um, I think we said earlier, I think he's quite in on the 
on the joke, isn't he, James Blunt? He's great. I, he doesn't take himself seriously, and I love no, that. No, he doesn't. I love that. He, does. he knows what he is. Yeah. He realises the ridicule which he has raised yeah. and cultivated and stuff. And he's kind of in on the joke, I think. He yeah. always seems like a decent kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Major, Major James Blunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the story, wasn't it? Wasn't he like an ex-army? Yeah, ex or corporal. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. He served at night. Served in NATO. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, man. Two thousand and five. He was shifting units. They were units three wise men just trying to have some fun. Yeah, just having a laugh. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so this plays us out for the first CD. I never thought this fit on this CD. People who were buying bands, albums, and stuff. They weren't buying James Blunt records, surely. I wouldn't imagine so. James Blunt was for the moms, wasn't he? Yeah, but I mean, like, when you look at how many records he sold, yeah. there's some blokes in there. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, yeah, there's got to be. There's got to be, definitely. All right, let's let James pass out for a second. <laughs> Okay, so that's where CD1 ended. Yeah, you're sticking with us. You're sticking with us for a long haul here because this is going to be a big boy. And side two starts with... No, it doesn't. It starts with this. <laughs> Still cool. <laughs> So there was only two number one singles on the whole of this thing. The first one was Oasis' Lila, the other one is this by U2. Number one for one week in 2004, iPod advert again. Yep, massive. It is 1, 2, 3, 14 now, isn't it, what he says? So, I, yeah, so what he says, he says, Unos, dos, tres, catorce, yeah. translates to some, two, three, fourteen. So Oh, really? Yeah. Some? Yeah, okay. and they asked Bono about that, obviously, and they and he said he'd had a few drinks beforehand, but it, you know everything's intentional. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't think Bono does anything by chance. No. You know what I mean? It, it, it's all contrived. Carefully calculated yes, and contrived. Massively. And, man, it's a business. Just yeah. like John Bon Jovi has never done anything <laughs> when it wasn't a business decision. Neither has Bonner. Yeah. You don't become like, uh, at any point in yeah. the world, your band doesn't become the biggest band in the world no. without it being Things like Things aren't a mistake, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you two. You two is you two. Your favourite band in the world. I was a big fan. I yeah. know. Uh, formerly a big fan. I know when so When me and Cy were... Uh, Acquainted in the in the late nineties, yeah, it was. I was all U two, wasn't I? U mm. two and kind of Radiohead, Radiohead. Yeah. but but mainly U two. And uh, yeah, how how times have changed. I just I kind of almost despise them now. Oh really? Well, that's probably too strong a word. What's what's the last year that U two put out um, something decent for you? Uh, so this album was How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb, I believe. Yes, it was. Yeah. So that's 2004. Mm-hmm. I bought the album, to be fair. Oh, did you? And I think it may have been the last U2 album I bought. I don't think I bought one since then. No. And I know they've put out a fair bit of work since then I as well. I put out loads since then. Um, probably two, three, four albums maybe. Something yeah, like we're that. talking 20 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone yeah. Him after, e- yeah. Easily, you know. 
to be fair, the album is not too bad. Mm-hmm. It's an okay album. They went back to some of their earlier producers as well um, to kind of capture that that rawness. I don't know if it's captured, like you know, but I, I always think you two were. Who were we talking about earlier? Oh, oh, Isis actually. When you said, "Oh, I've got an album coming out. I need a single." Yeah, you two seem to be that. It's like, did they name the tour the Vertigo tour as well? Yes, yes. I think they I were... may have seen them on that tour as well. Oh yeah. I think they had a big spider as their kind of like centerpiece in terms of okay. what stretched out. Yeah. I think I might have seen them. I don't. And it, it, the fact that I'm having to think about it. Yeah. To, you know, which is, is not a good thing. Like You know, U2 is actually a band that I kind of wish I would see live. Because they've got such I saw them, a, a wealth of material yeah. to draw on. I saw them live at Wembley 97, I think, the Pop Mart tour. Mm-hmm. Like, that was good, to be fair. Like, mm. I mean, there was like 80,000 people, and it was just, it was... But that was my first experience, you know, kind of standing amongst 80,000 people. So like I a, suppose... First I stadium gig. Like, yeah, so I could have probably yeah. seen anything. It would have been like, it would have just, you know... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I was kind of impressed. And um, they've, they've still, they, they still try to carry on that stadium, uh, that, that, that kind of following, that culture that they had, like, like the Stones do, but I don't... I mean, the Stones do it from material that was written bloody decades ago. Oh, but I'd like, much prefer to see U2 than the Stones. You would, yeah. Yeah. I think I like more U2 songs than yeah. Stones songs. Um, I just don't like Bono. He annoys yeah, nah, the hell out of me I, now. I think ev- everybody's got a view on U2, haven't they? Yeah. Or on Bono. And Yeah, I think Bono's annoyed people for yeah. bloody years and years and years. But um, yeah, he's a hell of a front man. No, he is. He is. He is. He is. And he basically is. He's like a you know. He's a very good marketer. He's a salesman. He knows how to pitch himself. Bono or Chris Martin? I'd have to go Chris Martin. Oh really? Yeah. No I mean, like it, it, you know, I never it's not a great decision to have to yeah. make. But I'm going to go Chris yeah. Martin. Somebody told me top five hit number three in 2004, 31 weeks on the chart. The Killers are like one of those bands who, what is it, Mr. Brightside is the like, longest, most weeks on the chart ever kind of thing. Back episodes and episodes and episodes ago, Stuart Boyd gave The Killers a hell of a kick in okay. by like, just by not liking The Killers. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of that first album. I Hot first? Yeah. Good I'm, album. Oh, yeah, good yeah, album. Yeah, I'd, this is a good single. I see why it was popular. Um, it's kind of girls and boys blur. You know what I mean? It got, got that kind of vibe going on. But uh, Matt, come on, tell me how much you like it, Chris. This song, I think, is a weak song on that album. I don't think it's as weak as Smile Like You Mean It. <laughs> okay, I think that's the weakest on this. this In terms but, yeah. of the ones that were put out. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I like the album, and I think they came in at a really good time. And I think it was like you know, there was a very, they were very welcome with their entrance, weren't they? You know, on onto the stage. Yeah, yeah. And, an electronic uh, element. Yeah. To, um, but still, the indie yeah. kind of 
I don't know, bandness. Like disco rock yeah. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. crossover. It was a big dance rock kind of thing. Yeah. That kind of era, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, they've not stood the test of time, have they? They've really, they've not evolved as a band. Oh, I think since the moment that they dropped, as the kids would say now, human. Yeah. Is that a song? You're only human. Uh, or are we dancing? Yeah. That is human, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Since the moment that song came out, that was me out on the kids. <laughs> Cash your chips in. I don't even think that's a bad song. I think it's good. It's actually an all it's, right song. It's an song. okay song, yeah. yeah. It's an all right song. But the whole album, that was the first album that forced me to drive in down the M54 and listening to an album. <laughs> Whipped it out the window, really? and I've never listened to that album since. Was that Sam's? What's it called? No, Sam's Town's a good album. Oh, okay. Was that the um, third album then? Yes. Oh, okay. It was the third studio album, yeah. But the song that followed um, a few, maybe the next album or the album later, uh, The Man, which was a good song. Oh, it's a belter. That's a good song. It's a belter. That was like a return to form. Yeah. You know, yeah, but. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing them uh, uh, a Donald Trump promo video with that playing really? underneath it, and it worked so brilliantly. That's funny, yeah, because yeah. because um, yeah, I'm quite into my films from the yeah, old, yeah, the Empire yeah. magazine yeah, days. From the Empire days. So there was a trailer for a film called Vice, yes. which basically was all it was a political film, a comedy, mm. all about Dick Cheney, okay, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Bush um, Bush Junior, yes, uh, W. Yeah, and it was yeah. all about that era. And then the trailer is—it's a great trailer for a start. But yeah. that trailer, that song's playing over the whole That's trailer. The and it's absolutely—the it, yeah. trailer is a work of art. Ah, okay, what's the film called? Uh, it's called Voice. Yeah, any good? Yeah, did you watch? Good film. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay, okay. really good. That's probably one for me to watch without the wife. I yeah. don't think she'll be into <laughs> <No>. <laughs> She was trying, Although, to, trying to get me to watch that new Jennifer Aniston series on Apple oh God. TV. The other. Uh, I did go with my brother to the cinema and took Sammy as well. Yes. So it was, a bit, it was basically me and Daz having fun. As about. <laughs> <laughs> she was alone for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to the killers. Yeah, The Man was a great song. Um, I, I, I think they even put an album out last year, didn't they? They're, st- they're, they're, st- they're still going. They're going to be going in 10 years' time, maybe even 15. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be going quite a while. You I know. love their first two albums. Like, yeah. Hot Fuss, I love Samstown. Then after that, they put out, um, it was like a collection of B-sides, rarities, um, covers and stuff like that called Sawdust. And legitimately, that's in my top five albums of all time. Really, I love that. Like, I think it's brilliant. just a mashup of B sides and stuff. Oh, it's like there's, there's um um, what do we say? The band that went into New Order. Um, oh, um, Joy Division. Joy, there's a Joy Division cover on it. Okay. Um, there's a Dire Straits cover on it. Okay. There's a cover of Ruby Don't Take Your Love to Tower. Yeah. Um, and then there's like lots of B sides. Um, a different version of Mr. Brightside. And something else. It's like about 17, 18 tracks. It's great, eh? Really good, really good, really enjoyed. And then within two years, you're throwing a CD out the window. That's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, How things can change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How things can change. And it weren't because of human. Good song. Yeah. yeah. But, um, oh man. That was probably the start of. Actually, can't have been the start. You know what we said about bands trying to sound 80s ish? Yeah. Maybe that was the start of it, but they didn't they quite have the finger on the pulse of it yet. I don't know. I don't yeah, they know. hadn't got... Yeah, I know what you mean. There are bands now at the moment, like Friendly Fires, kind of uh, quite 80, 80s-ish, and 
It's still a thing, isn't it? You know, it's yeah, still a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Next track. When you had Killers and stuff like that, and then you had the bands who were the actual archetypal bullshit pinnacle of everything that was wrong with that music at the time. I know a girl with a golden touch She's got enough, she's got too much We spoke earlier about Pete Doherty and how much of a bell end he was at the time. <laughs> Fuck me, Johnny Perrell. <laughs> he was right up there with him, weren't he? I think, yeah, I mean, the, the more I get to learn about him, I'm, I'm not sure I was that aware at the time, but I'm, I'm learning bits and bits and, uh, yeah. E. Is it a stage name, by the way? It can't, it can't be a real name. Is Johnny Burrell? Sounds like a... I don't know. I've never considered know. that. Yeah, I don't know. I, it just say, it seems like a fake name to me. Yeah, Johnny. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, actually. Um, there was a an online article, probably about... Oh, probably talking about five years ago now. And they were saying, oh, whatever happened to the... UK garage rock explosion they said at the time like garage rock came along you know from the white stripes or the strokes I mean fuck me god them bands are like far more than Razor Light um, and it was an interview and there's Johnny Burrell and he was like there he was going yeah you know I kind of think it's me who's at fault for that for that whole musical explosion you know I was, oh, like, he, he, I was, I was the guy who was he was the inspiration yeah, oh, was, oh okay he was the uh, the son of which it all revolved around <laughs> it was literally him it was it was his um, uh, his baby. It was his thing. Um, yeah, man, he's a legend in his own mind. That guy. So I'm going to say something now, which probably won't improve your view of him. Yeah, yeah. Going back to Live Eight. Yeah. Oh, I remember them being at Live. They performed there. They did. And they were the only band to not donate their extra revenue to charity. Oh, really? I don't know what that means. Extra revenue, so like, what's extra revenue? Uh, well, they would surely they wouldn't have got a book at you, we're booking you, so we're giving you like, but maybe they all got every band got a booking for you and they just donated it. Every artist got, you know, um, I don't know, I don't know how that would have worked, I'll be completely honest, yeah, <clears throat> but I wouldn't put it past him, <laughs> yeah. And then apparently, like, two months later, I mean, yeah. surely, like, you know, they're. Uh, the record label must have been on to them. So then they had to donate a song to the War Child album of that year. Okay. In like okay. the September yeah, of that yeah, year. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. you get out of this work, you know. Do you, like, do you like pick a B-side out of his arse crack? <laughs> <laughs> you can have that. <laughs> you can have that for fuck all. <laughs> they were... Um, they were a little big for a second. I, I like that song. Oh, do you? I think it's a great like, song. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I think that's possibly the best of the Razorlight songs. The first song off their next album was decent. Which was that? Don't say it was America. No, that's that, a that that's a song. terrible song. Oh, I hate that song. Horrible song. It, it's trying to play to the American audience, and I just I, I don't like that. Did they have an American take up their music? Um, I don't think so. Even though they tried, even the video to that. 
that that song. They really tried to sell it. They tried to. Don't think of us in the video, but yeah. He basically has you know these 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 live performances. He's trying to really like sell himself to America. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, just yeah. a bit much. That was know? their big play. Yeah, this was our. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were just. I think Razor Light. I think like Chris Malls of the time. You know what I mean? He would have been well all over that kind of stuff. It's probably exactly the same stuff as I say that they play on Radio X now. Um, I, th- I smell absolute radio in in the stuff. <laughs> it's just I, t- I don't know. They just seemed so. Um, I think they did two or three. They did two or three good songs, and um, I think they'll always be good songs, despite them. They're not around anymore. I don't think anyway. In the morning, God, that was an awful. That's song. the one I'm on about. <laughs> God, that was awful. In the morning, it's got so, a good, it's got a good drum kind of. Every like breakfast DJ was yeah. just playing that exactly the same thing. In the morning, yeah. I know you're gonna be Stumble and fall. I did somewhere. That's else. a good song. Before I fall to pieces. That's a good song. Um, somewhere else. Mm, can't recall. I that think one. I, lo- I, th- I don't think that was a bad one. Hang on. Yeah, I remember this one. I remember this one. Yeah, I always thought it was really weird that they had like an actual live. Oh, it's a bell end, did I? God, he's a monstrous <laughs> cock. <laughs> right, enough, Johnny Burrell. Let's go into another bell end. <laughs> No, it's not Sloth from the Goonies with his um, side project band. It's Pete Doherty back again. Um, who'd have thought that Pete Doherty would have two decent songs on a compilation album? This is this must be where he's still getting his crack money from. This album, you know, the, the royalties. Hey, um, I mean, this is a good chorus. Look, it, hang on one second. Let me just say this. This is probably the same stuff that I knocked a block party for. Yeah. That I'm thinking that this is good for. So, I don't know. I don't know where I'm where I'm fitting in there. It, I think it's quite easy listening. Um, it's not overly radio friendly, but it, it's it is still easy listening. No, I mean, his vocals um, pretty hard work actually. Yeah, but like I don't I don't mind it. But I, w- I would never like you know you'd never. You know, you never, you would never buy the album. You never even contemplate buying a ticket to a gig. No, I mean, this was Baby Shambles, wasn't yes, it? Yes, this was Shambles. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is when the inevitable breakup of the Libertines happened. Yeah, I imagine he went off and formed this band, and I imagine Carl Barrett went and formed another one. Did they? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if Carl Barrett did. The most interesting thing that I found online. Yeah. Which, which is like the, gets is going back to what you said earlier on, almost mm. about an hour or so ago. Yeah. Where, so like the <laughs> night, so when Baby Shambles were announced as like you know this is new, this is Pete Doherty's new band. Yeah, I you remember know, it being a big deal. We've got a gig going on. So that the night they were due to re- play this gig, perform their first gig, 
I can't even believe this is true, but this is what I read <laughs> oh, online. Good. Yeah, go on. But he went, no, it must be true. So Pete Doherty was caught burgling the flat of Carl Barrett. Oh, is that when it happened? Yes. I've heard the, the story. The night that he was supposed to play. Yeah. And like, what the hell? I've, I've always heard that story that he was arrested burgling his house. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realise that was where it fit, yeah. in, fit into the timeline. So obviously that gig never went ahead. Um, he got given six months. I think he served two on mm. good behaviour or something. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Came out and then Baby Shop still became, you know, still, still obviously were a recording band and releasing material. It's. I think it's quite quite well known that he was selling blowjobs for really like fucking drugs and stuff. Fuck. He's the guy who was interviewed at the the day Be Here Now was released. He's in the queue, yeah. isn't he? Oh, Have is you it? seen that? No, no, I haven't seen this. What? So he was like a young pup. Uh, good morning. You've uh, you're in the queue. You've got your croissant. You're sorted. Uh, h- how long have you been here? Oh, at least seventeen minutes. All oh, right. You're a, new, a newcomer to this. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, can you um. Can you sum up Oasis for me in, in one sentence? Yeah, well, I subscribe to the uh, Umberto Eco view that Noel Gallagher's a poet and Liam's a town crier. And I, I've always, so, sorry about that. I've always seen that as a perfect combination, you know? Can you just look at the camera? Do that. the anchor. I subscribe to the Umberto Eco view that Liam's a town crier and Noel's a poet, and that's always, for me, a perfect combination. If there was one word to sum Oasis up, what would that word be? Trousers. Who's the prick on the right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's an interview that's in, on MTV News yeah. in '97. Definitely where, him. Yeah. Yeah, where he's queuing for it. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's almost as if he was a Brit school guy who was put up to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of gone through the academy, hasn't he? He's gone through. He works his way up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pete Doherty. There's enough about it. If there was ever a song that was more overplayed on Radio 1 than this one, yeah. can you tell me it? Ruby, 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 Ruby. Okay, so it's a top ten hit. Kaiser Chiefs, their debut single. Um, May... 2004, so we're coming up on like 19 years of yeah. this being a thing. Um, I, I don't know what I thought at the time. I, 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 this wouldn't have been a channel changer at the time. No. Mm. I think that first Kaiser Chiefs album, it had a very, a very blur kind of sound mm. to it. Do yeah. You, do you get that? Yeah, like, I do. Like a northern blur, more yeah. so than ever Oasis were. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing but um, she's a bit of a chorus isn't it uh, it's not a bad song it's a bit of this yeah it's not a bad song it's not look my notes say hmm. probably the song of theirs I detest the least <laughs> oh that's high praise <laughs> <laughs> like I, I could probably I wouldn't I wouldn't skip this, you know. I, I, would, I would let it play out. Well, I just think that chorus is undeniable. You know, it, it, it is. Um, what did they follow it up with, man? There was um, 
No, that wasn't. That predict was a riot. Yeah, I predict a riot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, it's just poor, isn't it? It just smells of Friday night. What was that program with Alan Carr and disgraced um, Bristol comedian Justin oh, Lee Justin, Collins? Yeah, oh, didn't he like get done for? He was like he did, but I used to like him. Man, I used to. Think what was, was his catchphrase now? Oh, he had a catchphrase. Yeah, I don't know. He was a Bristolian. No, he so. had a catchphrase. Oh, you're coming to me later. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it. So we you got done for what? Wasn't he like intentionally? Um, what's the word called? Hum- sexually humiliating his lover at the time, like he was incredibly overpowering and um, domineering. Did you even get done for that? No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't a sex game thing. It was like it was for him. It was a thing, but for her, she felt. Um, used, abused, um, all that kind of stuff. I don't know like, how you get done for that. Hey, man, have you ever seen Justin Lee Collins in the last 15 years? No. Exactly. But, but I, I don't, did, did it all happen at the wrong time or something? Yeah, well, they, what was well, it called? What was it called? Friday Night Project. Yes. Cause, and then did it change to thir- Sunday Night Project? Something like that. It moved all around, didn't it? Happy Days was his fr- catchphrase. Happy Days? Is, is that a yeah. <laughs> Happy Days. Oh, Happy Days. I don't know, because... Alan Carr has obviously gone on from strength to strength. He's yeah. like, you know, Alan Carr, isn't he? Um, Justin Lee Collins, let's have a look. He's 48 at the moment. Um, harassment conviction. In November 2010, Justin Collins began a relationship with Anna Lark. After their breakup, Collins was charged with harassment of Lark under Section 4 of the Protection from Har- Harassment Act 1997, harassment causing fear of violence and was subsequently tried at St Albans Crown Court where he was sentenced to 140 hours community service and to pay prosecution uh, costs. Following the trial, he sought help from a psychotherapist. I'm sure she, like, sold her story. If that's the case, this doesn't sound good. This is like uh, the problems with the whole Me Too thing. It's like you you get a few grifters occasionally. I'm not saying that could be the case here, but, I mean... You've got to be careful with this stuff, you know. It's, it's mm. one word against another. Mm. I mean, where's the evidence, you know? Yeah, I know, yeah. You've always got to say, well, he'd be literally blacklisted, isn't he? I haven't exactly. seen him on anything, anything since um, yeah. since then. I mean, that that was big as well. Mm. People like Kaiser Chiefs, Lily Allen, Razor Light, yeah. all them guys who were around at that time. Yeah. It was a big show, yeah. and it was a decent Friday night it TV wasn't bad. show. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It I, li- was I liked him. I liked yeah, him. yeah. I still yeah. like him. Yeah. And Kaiser Chiefs, though. <laughs> Look, no. No. Just no. 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 I've never liked. And, like, you know, they're still going. Obviously, like. Did they have a massive break and now they've come back? What annoyed me was when was when Ricky did that thing where he went on The Voice. It was the, the start of engineering his band's comeback and I, I hate that when they when something like Shania Twain's doing it now isn't she with like um, oh, the masked singer so like she's doing the it worst to relaunch her career and it's like oh, hang, I hate hang all on, that hang on hang on, hang on Shania Twain's always been massive like not over here because it's different country music's not as big no. a thing here but she's always been big over the Atlantic yeah huge is she on British yes um Mass singer, yeah. Singer. She is, yeah. She's on. She's on. I only know this because I was watching, like, you know, I was I was on the late feed with Mabel the other week, and mm. I was I was just, you know, something was on. I, was just, like, I kept feed. I kept it on, yeah. And I was like, what am I watching here? And like, you know, I, I would never watch something like that. What's the current lineup for the Masked Singer? Oh my god, is it still Davina? You know what? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you with one hundred percent certainty. 
Um, nobody's ever. This is my point. Nobody's ever presented the masked singer and came across as, in any way, honest. Um, the guy that legitimate presents presents it now annoys the hell out of me. Joel Cockface. He got caught fucking wanking off on the internet, didn't he? Oh. Didn't he? Weren't he doing like an online video and some, somebody catfished him into getting his oh, cock okay. in hand? Yeah, that's how he became I don't, famous. I don't trust the guy whatsoever. I don't trust his face. Got deep black eyes. Oh, he has. Deep, deep set eyes. The eyes of a shark. <laughs> when, they're, when they're deep set, <laughs> I don't trust that person. Josh. What's his name? Joel. What's his name? Joel Sommet. Domit. Domit. I don't know. Domit, yeah, Domit. Yeah, I don't know. It's not even a real name. But yeah, he's got the eyes of a shark. Yes. Yeah. Soulless. Soulless eyes. Hung, drawn and quartered. Listen to this, yeah. I didn't realise the scale of horribleness that hung, drawn and quartered actually was. It's it's crazy. Oh my good lord. It was until I watched an episode of Gogglebox. You watched Braveheart, haven't you? Uh, no, I haven't. I've never seen Braveheart. Oh, okay. So I didn't realise what hung, drawn, and quartered actually really was. Yeah. But so like, obviously the, the the hanging part. Wow. But like, wouldn't that finish you off? There was a program on, and I think they were like, it was something about witches, where I was became aware of it. Yeah. And it was like hung, but for a very short time. Oh, okay. And then dropped. Yeah. So it doesn't kill you. Yeah. Well. It, yeah, it doesn't kill you, does it? But yeah. Yeah, I don't think the point is to kill you with the hanging, is no. it? No. Hanging, is that the correct terminology? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is, isn't it? Nah. Are you trying to say that um, Ricky Wilson should be hung, drawn and quartered? <laughs> Probably not that No, jo- Joel. Joel Thomas. <laughs> Before he strikes again. <laughs> yes. Yes, because he will. He will. He's got those eyes. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> around in this era I know what you're going to say this is where like this is someone nailing the 80s thing and cro- doing the crossover into modern yeah. music oh it's so what's the word derivative yeah. is that the word yeah um, I'll be honest I think it kind of works good song yeah good track I think it works did they ever do another song my notes don't seem to I, I believe they did I think, they, I think they did three or four albums, maybe. I know. Fucking hell, really? I know. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, of course. So we've got The Bravery with Honest Mistake. Don't, uh, mi- don't mind it. Top ten hit, again. Okay. Sign of the times, isn't it, really? 
Yeah, I, I can definitely remember the video. It was that traditional kind of band video when you're in a tight screen. Lead singer's got a stupid, like, over-the-top Morrissey hairstyle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. you, you, get, you can get the picture, yeah. can't you? Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything else by him. I don't think this is a bad song. It kind <clears> of blends <throat> guitars, electronica. Yeah. Good chorus. Um, yeah, it, it's not bad. It, it's not overly radio friendly either, which kind of goes against this album a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a bit more substance to it. I don't mind that. It's a good song. It's a good song. We'll uh, we'll leave that one alone then for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> We're only here to cane music. <laughs> What's this dude on this album? <laughs> well. well. Now it's the original version as well. So it hasn't got the Miami Sound Machine. Miami Sound Machine, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Milo with Drop the Pressure. And Milo is a Scottish DJ. Yeah, Apparently, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought this got a lot higher, but it must have been the subsequent one with uh, Miami Sound Machine oh, okay. that got higher. This was barely scraped in the top 20. 2004, I remember this being on. I remember many um, a Radio 1 bit having this on it. Um, yeah, I mean, this doesn't fit on this, does it? I don't know why. They've just dropped it in. Do they, do they have a quota or so many tracks they had to put in? And they had to just find a cheap one from somewhere where they didn't have to pay many royalties to. I don't, I don't quite get it. I always do think about these um, compilations that maybe it's like a record company or yeah. certain record companies tying up together right. to promote their artists. Yeah, don't worry, we'll put you on so-and-so. Mm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. Maybe, fair maybe. maybe, maybe you're, probably, was, you're probably right. Maybe it was, oh, we re- I really want that James Blunt single on. Yeah. I'll give you my love if you oh, give me okay. James Blunt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. kind of a backhand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh. And it's not even really that good, is it? Do you know when I used to hear this song... Mm. My memory of this song is, I do watch quite a bit of snooker, right? Yeah. And like, you know, when they do like shot of the tournament? Yeah. And they'll play it in between shots. And they'll go shot A by John Higgins. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll watch it. And then they'll go into the shot two or shot yeah. B. And then this will be playing. Oh, really? And it'd be like, okay, that's that's okay, it's fun, it's it's, it's fine, it does, it's harmless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. keeps you involved, keeps you like engaged. Yeah. But then... Why is it on this album? Yeah, it does. It literally doesn't fit at all with anything. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, we'll go on to the next track now. Once again, right back at the very start of this episode, when we all became um, acquainted or reacquainted with Chris, he told us that one of the gigs he saw was um, what are they called? The um, the guys who did the song for. You mean Seagull Ross? Seagull Ross, yeah. The Icelandic so uh, folk Icelandic. band, yeah. So, weren't Roiks up Icelandic as well? They're Norwegian. Ah, uh, my bad. <laughs> Racist, <laughs> man. <laughs> Racist, man. I mean, this doesn't fit neither. I'm, 
This is worse than the last track. How is that possible? I don't know if maybe they thought um, we need to put some a couple of dance tracks yeah, on because you get be dance at best. Yeah, exactly. The dance yeah. tent. Yeah. Um, is this Neil Tennant? I don't believe so. I, it sounds like him, doesn't it? A little bit. Admittedly, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a bit younger though. Mm. Um, uh, to be fair. Yeah. If I was in the dance tent and this was on, I'd be very annoyed. <laughs> yeah. This is what you're giving me in the dance tent. It's no... Um, I could be getting anything and you're giving me this. It's no... What's his name? Satisfaction. <laughs> what was that one? Oh, no, what do you mean? Yeah, it's got all the birds with the safety goggles on. Be- Benny Benassi. <laughs> Push me. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I think we can skip this one, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> Song. It's funny how it turns me apart. Well, first it breaks your head, then your heart. I should have loved you better from the start. Chewing at my bones and my brains. Now, I'll be completely honest, out of the two CDs, this was the one song that I was not okay with at all, out of everything. But then I thought, ah, do I recognise that? And it was on the Persia advert, weren't it? That's in my notes. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's where I recommended that, not recommended, recognised that first yeah. bit from. Um, Zootons. Huge song, huge. Love it. Like this, I yeah. love it. Uh, Confusion, yeah, yeah. By the Zootons. Barely scraped into top thirty at the time, but <sighs> ridiculous. You know, um, the Zootons—they weren't just Valerie. <laughs> no, well, they—they—they they, they often got confused for the Coral, didn't they? <sighs> were they both Scouse? Well, that's the thing. That, like the Coral were. So, so basically, they were both Scouse. Yeah. They were both had the same manager, Ian Brody, from the Lightning, Lightning Seeds. Seeds. Yeah. And they were mates around the same time. Oh. So, of course, they're going to get confused for okay, them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, people sleep on probably nowadays that Valerie was the Zooton song, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I don't like that song personally. I don't like it. I think their version is a lot better than Thingies. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Than no, it is. overrated Amy's. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. It is. But this song is their, to me, is their best song. Oh, really? <clears throat> Brilliant. Bit for Tellies. Kind of. No, I don't hate that. It's right, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good song. It's okay. It's all right, that is. Yeah. Two CDs worth, and that's the only song, I think, which <laughs> I, I had never heard before. Yeah. Yeah, even if I went, oh, yeah, it's this song, that's the only one. Right. Uh, aside from me, only on a yeah. Persia advert. Bit of a bit of um, a random pick for that Persia advert. Mm, I know, yeah. It? Yeah. It, it doesn't seem to go with a car advert. It's as though they, they recognise it as being a good song and they thought, we've got to get this in somehow. Now, Bittersweet Symphony, is it? As you're driving <laughs> along a mountain top. 
This is another one, you know, right at the end of uh, disc one. Yeah. We had Linkin Park coming along. Now, man, the last two songs haven't really fit, but this is another one for me. Now, me inside this on the teenage dirtbags one, and he does say wheezing, surely. Fifty-two and a half million people watched the Friends finale in America. And this was the song that encapsulated the finale of the Ross and Rachel romance. This was the song that was on it. It's what drove this song to reach... I can't remember that. Is that why this song's so big? For that reason? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was number two on the US billboard. Oh, okay. Um, Number 12 over here. I mean, Hooverstank. I can remember Hooverstank being a pop-punk... Slightly yeah. new metal ascendant kind of band, um, but this is different to the stuff they're doing. They go back to '92, I believe. Really, I didn't yeah. realise that. No mm. way. Yeah. So Huberstank, what's it mean? Oh, fuck no. It's a German term. Yeah. Apparently, for someone who owns a lot of footwear. Footwear. Someone that might have a foot fetish. Oh, la foot fetish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Schnell. She's got to put a schnell in there. Brilliant. I've actually got a mate who's got a foot fetish. It's just so weird. Have you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's one of a real close mate. He's, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you was going, oh, he's my dive. <laughs> right, yeah, bro. like, I'll be out of him. And like, you know, in the days when, you know, you'd be, you'd be talking to, to women and stuff and yes. nights out. Back in and he'd be looking at their feet, and like uh, I'd, I'd catch him right, and I'm like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> no, seriously, and then he'd say to them, "Can I guess your foot size?" Wow! And they'd be, they'd be like, "Go on then," you know, a yeah. bit, bit, bit weird, but yeah. go on then. Yeah, and he would, he would, he would always get it. He'd nail it. He would always get it. No, and that was his way in. <laughs> and they, they were putting in his hands afterwards. <laughs> Um, much along the same kind of lines <clears throat> for, there was a period where I used to go out drinking with the lad um, uh, yeah how much can I say here because I'm going to have to edit this bit um, <laughs> okay so I used to go out with this lad sometimes for drinks um, and we ended up at the Maverick one night yeah, um, nice. very local to where we live over here uh, and they had a live live stuff on and there was a girl and she had, she was a bit like a bit hippie-ish. She'd got like the the flower thing on her yeah. head, no shoes, playing an acoustic guitar. I tell you what, she was all right. She got a decent, yeah. decent little voice on her. And he was stood next to me, and we're there with a pint in hand. And he goes, he nudges me. And he goes, 
I love Beard's fate, mate. <laughs> I was like, what? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never really got the whole. Um, I haven't. I don't. The foot thing. Understand it. It's. Um... <laughs> Give me a butt any time. How did we get onto foot fetish from her? Uh... That's my fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uber stank. I led us that way. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, song wise. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you don't like it. Do you like it IRL or do you like it like now this second because you've had a couple? What's IRL mean? In real life. Oh, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was way too down with the kids, so you then, weren't I? Uh, it's on my phone already. <laughs> it was on before this podcast. It's one of those songs which, I don't know, once again, the word is undeniable. It's, it touches all the, the bits and pieces. Yeah, and, it, it is. It's a, it's a yeah. classic song. Would, evokes emotion, you know. I'm yeah. Not, you're so unconvinced it's brilliant <laughs> it's just the wheezing really takes me out of it <laughs> uh, yeah I mean it's not shit <laughs> there you go it, it, it's alright <laughs> glowing promise you're not a perfect person yeah as he said it's alright Real thrown together mash this second CD, isn't it? It's all over the place. It really is, isn't it? It's, it's almost like a first recording of this podcast. <laughs> Very second, when I'm thinking of uh, musical, art, musical artists, none are more hit and miss than Ian Brown. Okay. Uh, I think when he does some good stuff, it's really, really, really yeah. good. Um, I think back to uh, the obvious one is FEAR. Yeah. I love Golden Golden Greats, is it as well? Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a handful of stuff around that kind of era. And like all that early Stone Roses stuff, I love all that kind of stuff. It's all good songs, some great melodies and stuff. When he does some bad stuff, it's really bad. I think this just errs on the side of good. Yeah, it's close, isn't it? It's teetering almost. Mm, mm. Um, it, you know, there's things that pull you back in, but there's things that tune you out at the same time. You know, it's yeah. Uh, I think the chorus hits, mm. the verse drags. Yeah. yeah, this bit's nice. I mean, he's never been known as a great singer, as Ian Brown. No. Massive controversy more recently. Did you see that? Don't like, mind that. You didn't mind the, the controversy recently? Didn't mind it at all. What did he do? He just turned up at his gigs. And oh, no, just... I, I thought something else, so carry on. Okay. Go on. So... I'm guessing, where are we now? We're like March now, aren't we? So I'm guessing it's last year, towards the end of last year. Um, people are forking out, obviously buying the tickets. Yeah. So I'm going to see Ian Brown. Yeah. And you're thinking, you're going to an Ian Brown gig, the whole band and everything's going to yeah. turn up. But it's just Ian Brown wanders out onto stage, presses play, or somebody presses play backstage, and it's just him 
karaoke in. Yeah, it was a sellout tour, and like that's disappointing, isn't it? You know, like it has to be live music. I mean, okay, so I've been to see gigs by you two where you know they're a four piece band. You're hearing drums, bass, guitar, vocal. They will add synth and stuff, yeah, you know, like every band does. And, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you should expect those basic elements to be presented to you in a live format. Well, I think you expect to see a band yeah. with an artist, even if you're going to see... Oh, man, I slight her on this podcast because she hasn't got a good song, but Beyonce. If yeah. you're going to see Beyonce live... She has a full backing band, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's and done. like it's Ian done. Brown's no Beyonce on the no. world stage. But I mean, what's he doing there? Is he cutting costs? What's he doing? I would have thought he probably is. I would have thought he's thinking, man, what are we talking? He's probably only doing like one, two, three thousand arenas, isn't he? I think it was quite a big tour, you know? Oh, was it really? Yeah. Because you've got like your, for us here where we live. Yeah. You've got, like, say, your Civic, your Wolf Civic. Yeah. And then anybody who's bigger isn't going to play Wolverhampton, they'll just go straight to Birmingham. Yeah. So you've got the Birmingham Arena. Yeah, yeah. You've got the Resort World. And then you'll be LG, won't you? Yeah. Like, well, the Resorts World. Yeah. That's your three step ups, isn't it? And there's a big difference, obviously, between those. I don't know if he was playing those kind of, like, 10,000 plus arenas. I don't Mm -mm. don't quite Mm -mm. know, but. I wouldn't have thought it's so. It's disappointing to hear that, isn't it? That's really disappointing. Oh, I think so. Um, I didn't mind him as a person. He's 60 now. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad He's quite getting on 60. now, isn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah. so like, can he keep doing this kind of like edgy music for like five more years? 65? That's weird, isn't it? You know, can he wear the same kind of clothes, same kind of hairstyle? Can he keep doing that? Literally, no. You can't, can you? Has there been anybody who has not changed their whole aura? Mick Jagger? And, um, Jagger was a bit different in the 80s, though, weren't he? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, even. Yeah. And not Bono's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Even Liam's changed his hairstyle sometimes, but Ian Brown's literally the same. Person. I know he hasn't, like he hasn't moved on at all. He's I'm like, like Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> He's, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the song it's it's okay. Mm. It's just okay. You yeah, give it you yeah, give yeah, it like yeah, 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 yeah. two and a half out of five, mm. maybe three yeah. max if you felt generous. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad song. It's not mm. a bad song. It's not a bad song. Um, a bit pedestrian. As I say, it's, it's, it's meandering verse, decent chorus-ish. But it, you know, the, the, this is this is what he does, mm. and you know, this is what he churns out. And like, if you're a fan of Ian Brown, you're liking this. This is like, mm. this is your stock. Yeah. Ian Brown, isn't it? He embraced. He was one of the those artists as well who embraced um, like electronic stuff. You know, when he was doing stuff with like maybe Uncle. Or yeah, yeah, I didn't mind that like stuff. That. I, yeah. did, I, I bought like a few early, Uncle albums. Early yeah, yeah. on, he was doing yeah. that. Um, yeah, you know. This is another outlier as well, isn't Why it? Why is it in there? Yeah. 
I don't think it's a bad song. Great riff. Yeah. So it's the, by far the oldest song on this compilation, isn't it, I think? Um, yeah, by far. <sighs> Top 20 hit for Happy Mondays, Loose Fit. This is where my research has confused me because this got re-released. Ah. The Pills, Frills and Belly Aches. Okay, yeah. But in 2007... Oh, okay. So it got okay. remastered, reissued, but like, it, so yeah. they've, they've dragged this from ninety-one. This, this is the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't. I only looked at the track list. So is it the remastered version that they then put on the? Um... But if this album was released in two thousand five, then it can't be. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that, course, that's yeah. what I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I mean, this isn't the best Happy Monday song neither. No, but. There are very few of them anyway. It's a small pool, isn't it? You know, you got there's half a dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, they all have the vibe. Yeah, this yeah. is okay. It's all right. Um, why it's on a, an album in 2005? Who knows? Mm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. In to my, see what you've got to say about this. I like this song. Yeah. I like it. <sighs> you, um, don't, you don't? I don't know. So your foot was tapping and I was, oh, I was yeah. close to recording you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I don't not like it. It's... This is the follow-up to um, Dakota, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they put Dakota out, and which was... Actually, no, this, this was the first release off the album, whatever oh, it was came it? from, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was kind of heralded as a, a, a bit of a different slant for the stereophonics. Yeah. They were going away from... Direction, the, yeah. Yeah, the like... Have a nice day, like, kind of yeah, bullshit. I, I remember reading a review of the album in... For some reason, I've got a, a copy of Maxim, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And their, only, their review of the album just said, Stereophonics... Herald their new musical direction, electro rock, full stop, hilarious, full stop, and that was the review of the album. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I mean, 
it's not shit. It's very akin to the man by the killers. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's that kind yes. of that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, but less impactful. Yeah. Yeah, a bit more like yeah. lower key. Um, it's not shit. Okay. Yeah, it is a toe tapper. <laughs> it is a toe tapper. Stereophonics are a weird band, man. Because I really I, like the first. I, I album. can't play. Word gets around is a really good album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hard hitting. And it was it come at a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you know, his gravelly voice was like superb, wasn't it? That gravelly. Yeah, their vocal, his vocals are really good because they're not root one at all. No. But I don't, I don't really know where I sit on that one. I'll be completely honest. Could have thought of way better stereophonic songs to include on this. It's on my, it's on my phone. I've this got, song. I've got maybe two or three. I've got, yeah, I've got three songs on my phone from Phonics. Mm. There's this. There's Dakota, Dakota mm. and there's um, Traffic. Oh, I was just about to say Traffic. By yeah. Any chance. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is one where I thought, I don't know it. It came on. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like literally just... <laughs> just middle of the road. So, yeah. so, so this new direction they went in, it wasn't enough to keep you... <sighs> Man. Or, or, or get, you in, get you interested? Early 2000s, I'd probably come off that. I was... Uh, this is mid two thousands, but early two thousands, I was like, I probably changed over to listen to like more new metal or some yeah. stuff like that. Then these are stuff which I, I could go back and listen to these albums. Really, yeah, I love nowadays going back and listening to albums that I missed. Me and Boyd did that episode on the Foo Fighters, okay, and we both said, "Oh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to all the Foo Fighters albums," yeah. and I didn't. But then recently, I did, and there's some good, there's some bad, and. Plenty of stuff. This, what did I listen to this week? Um, oh, it was on the build-up, sorry, to recording The Doors. Okay. Oh, I listened to all The Doors albums. That's hard going. Fuck me, there's that's some shit going. on there. That, yeah, yeah. There's some, I mean, there's some good, but there's some real yeah. shit. Yeah, like absolutely. Proper abstract um, radio head of its day. Fucking, you know. Easy. It, it, <laughs> it is, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like that kind of stuff. But Stereophonics, yeah, I mean, they're still a, a, a concern, aren't they? Yeah. Stereophonics. They're, they're still going. Um, they're still churning out. They're, I saw them probably late, I don't know, maybe 2009, 2010. Mm. And like it was the first, I'd seen them maybe at a festival like a few years prior, but I'd actually bought tickets for them. You know, I didn't intend to, but some mate wrote me and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll buy tickets. Mm. So I went with my then girlfriend, and it was like you know some place in Birmingham, like a proper you know proper indoor venue, and yeah, so like technically they were perfect, yeah, you know, in terms of like they played the songs, uh-huh. they sounded good, but at no point did Kelly ever speak to the audience. Oh, it was just sung. He just played song. every song and then just went into the next song, and there was no like nothing he thought. I'm not getting the bandy. I'm just getting the songs. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, you, yeah. You pay for a live performance. You want something that is different to just putting the CD on. Well, you want something a bit extra, don't you? Yeah. I'll be completely honest with you. I haven't said this in like, you know, 60, 70 episodes of this podcast. I'm not the biggest fan of the live music experience. You're not? Nah. Okay. I think I'd rather have the album <laughs> okay. to myself. Yeah. And listen to it and do it. But I completely agree. You want something extra if you're going live. I love the album. 
love I love you know listening to a album and having that and that's yours that's your personal space and that's you know you you think certain things about each track that's great the live performance is completely separated from that and it mm-hmm. should be and the moment the band tries to replicate the album but not give anything away <clears throat> is a problem for me yeah yeah, yeah you know you've got I to do. give look I saw George Ezra, right, and uh, he wouldn't stop talking. He literally, like, it was funny. Yeah. But I would say it was like a two-hour gig, and I suppose it was probably an hour of music. It was it was like he was just constantly talking. It's like talking. George Ezra's stand-up performance cabaret. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. was mad. Yeah, with, with Stereophonics and Kelly Jones, um, I came out of the gig, and I said to my, my then missus, I said, look, I said, there was a... Don't there? ever time it series again. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, um, isn't isn't there a famous Elvis saying, um, taking mm. care of business? Mm, mm, mm. And that's what I said to her. I said, look, mm. I said, he's turned up and he said, look, you know, we're taking care of business here. This mm. is this is the tour. We're going to go in yeah. night after night after night, and yeah. we're not, and that's it. We're just going to sing the songs, and that's it. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's not good for me. No, I completely agree with that. I think with anything, when you're paying. The, that extra money yeah. for the extra thing. You need something from that band. Yeah, yeah. I'd feel under, yeah, underwhelmed and overcharged yeah. massively for it because you could have just, as you say, sat yeah. at home and listened to the CD and done. Yeah. Stereophonics. So where do they sit in the like hierarchy of that nineties, yeah, late nineties bands yeah, thing? Uh, they came out of the same. It was all. This is all Oasis, isn't it? They all, it was, but they're after Oasis, aren't they? But they are just about. But it was all spawned in, you know, through that era. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, you, you know, you're going to go Oasis, Blur, and you're probably going to put Stereophonics in the top five to ten at least. Um. Easily. I'm not saying that you ha- you have to because that means no, you you no. have to like them. I'm no, just saying no, no. that's where they probably sit from the impact they had, the records they sold. I think if I did, um, look, that's another interesting one to do. Actually, word gets around that would be yeah. a really good one to do because I, I, I definitely say that sits in the top ten of yeah. all those albums of that that era. Yeah, like hundred um, percent. Yeah, man. Yeah. Isn't it weird though? Like how debuts for some bands seem to be easier. Like it seems to be easier for them to hit as a debut. Like I remember back in the day. Mm. It would always be like the and you know, a band would be like by the time they get the third or fourth album, that's when they start to get creative. And that's when they start to like you know really resonate and yeah. they find their audience. But like you know, like you get the Killers, you get Stereophonics, you get all these bands where like their first album's their best and they never match it. I think it depends on seeing on the scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I mean. If you've come, if you come along and you've been spawned out of this kind of craze, this genre that's suddenly around. And that's your debut. Yeah, it's going to hit well. You're probably never going to reach those heights again, are you? And it's just like that's the thing. Yeah, that's where using Stereophonics for an example. First album big. Yeah, they got stuff. But I, I actually probably think their second album was probably a bigger hit because yeah. it had like um, what was it like Pick Apart and yeah. and all probably the radio singles yes. more. Yeah, from a commercial perspective. Yeah. So you've got that. Whereas you get a band like the Arctic Monkeys, uh, their first album, that's their peak, man, as a commercial band. I think, I don't understand the Arctic Monkeys' commercial appeal after that. Yeah. To me, as my age, I don't get that. 
it's a strange one with Arctic with me. I don't I don't really get them anyway, so I can't really even understand. I don't know if we were a bit older then and we'd already seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe if we were five years, seven years younger, that had come along at the right time and we'd have been like excited. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? But yeah. yeah, stereophonics, I mean, I think I think they will look I think they are uh, an important band um from that that era of the mid nineties onwards. Are they a band that I like? No. I'm 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 not too fussed about them. No. Um, but you like that song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever about Longview. I've got quite a bit of research actually. Oh, okay, hit fire away. So, what, well, you know, it took me quite a while, but I've just put, who are they? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've not got a note. <laughs> We're both in the same mm. boat, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's, it's an okay song. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, yeah. you know, it's, but like, uh, what are they trying to be? Where are they trying to fit into? In 2005, Nah, are they going Blink 182? What, what do you think they're doing here? Um, like a British, because they've got to be a British band, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, um, yeah maybe. Um, Busted? Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm probably the. I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Busted fan that you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But. I think Busted have got great pop tunes. I think you are the biggest Busted fan I know. <laughs> I don't know anyone else. Busted are a better band than Queen. Put it like that. What? Busted are a better band Come than on, Queen. Come on, Man, I can think of more Busted songs can you I enjoy than Queen. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Air Hostess, uh, Crash the Wedding, What I Got to School For. Um, man, come on. Tell me three Queen songs that are better than that. Jesus. Um, Don't, apart from Bohemian Rhapsody, I would never mention that. I would oh, never mention actually, that. Actually, I love um, I want it all. I'd say Under Pressure, Hammer no. to Fall, It's a Kind of Magic. Oh, God, It's a Kind of Magic. It's like fucking awful. <laughs> oh, God. Go back and listen to the Queen episode. <laughs> I need to listen to that. But, but long view. Um, yeah. I wouldn't think they quite are punk. I think they're, I don't know, they're what? Probably early early to mid-90s British indie-wise, yeah? Yeah, but someone has signed them up and said, these need to be a part of our label. And I don't know mm. who's done that. Mm. I don't know mm. why they would do that. They're not a unit shifter, are they? No. No, they're not, they're not, no. There's no numbers getting moved here. They had a big song, didn't they? Didn't they have, a, like, a big record as well? I'm sure I remember here. Longview? Yeah. I'm sure they had a big record, um, but um, this is originally released in t- 
2002. It was re-released okay. in 2005. These re-releases, you know, it's um, yeah. There's a few of them that pop up. Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah, uh, and they definitely had a big song. I don't know what it was. I haven't written it down there, but I know them from another song. Yeah, and this ain't it. It's as though they're trying to. They're having another bite at the cherry. They're going, okay, you didn't like us three years ago, but you might like us now. <laughs> I mean, like, w- w- I mean, unless something culturally massively changes, why would that song hit? You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. I agree with you. Right, we're on the back half now. We've got half a dozen songs left, and we kick it off with this one. is one of only two tracks on the double CD that wasn't released as a single we haven't got to the other one yet Hot Hot Heat Elevator Hot Hot Heat <laughs> Elevator um, that intro is so um, quite dirty well it's like second album Radiohead <laughs> it is isn't you're it you're saying it's the Benz yeah the Benz like the Benz Radiohead <clears throat> yeah not not now it's probably more Pablo if anything yeah, I, I would yeah, say it's maybe. quite raw mm. But I don't mind that. Mm, oh, I don't mind it. Did you get released this song? No, no. I haven't got it down as a. It definitely never charted anyway. Nice intro. Love the intro. Love the verse. Don't like this bit so much. I know. What's it doing? That's. Yeah, that. You can hear the radio yeah. in that, can't you? Not a patch on their big song. Which one? Hot Hot Eighth. Oh, man. Right, I, I've got to play this They've one. They've got another song? Oh, they have, yeah. I've, not, I've never heard of them. Hang on, here we go. Sound as good now, excellent. <laughs> Bandages, yeah. Good elevator. The chorus is killer, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Gonna have another run round at it before he before they kick. It did it. sound a bit punching Judy at the start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair, fair criticism, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does. Here we go. That's not as good as I thought it was. <laughs> Elevator is a much better song. <laughs> Yeah, put Elevator back on, please. Turn it off. <laughs> put, the, put the start on. Intro on. Yes. Let's tap our feet. 
Exactly right, yeah, I've heard that is. <laughs> right, and this ties in lovely, actually, because... Oh, here we go. One band who I've always given the Radiohead slight to is this band. This is on there. Oh, God. Oh, man, even now... Even That's now, not Radiohead at all. No, this isn't. This isn't. This is like way over the top. It's a like queen kind of, kind of yeah, like yeah. theatre. This is um, early Muse though. You know, like first, yeah. first. I literally thought, and I can remember saying to somebody, "Oh, that's like Radiohead if they wouldn't have disappeared up their own arse." <laughs> <laughs> I can remember saying that. I can, remember, I can imagine you saying it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Their early stuff, because it didn't have all this uh, orchestral, yeah. like, oh god, over the top guff. This guy's a cock, you know. Do you think? I don't know a lot about him, but I, I think to myself, I think, you sing like a bell end. Yeah. Um, have you heard their latest album? It's fucking awful. I think I have to be it's fair. legitimately like a fucking two out of ten. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> now, I only gave it one listen through, and I'll be honest. At the moment, I'm uh, researching an album for a future episode episode with Stuart Boyd. Okay, go on. On Beck. Yeah. Don't mind Beck. A Beck album, and I, first out, first time I gave that a listen through, I was like, mm, "What are we doing here?" But I, I, it grows. I can't imagine you hanging around Beck too long to be very grow. <laughs> <laughs> But it grows. But let's get back to this. Um, one thing I'll give to this is a builder. Yeah, and that's what they do. They they construct songs in a good way. I think mm. you know. It's a builder. This is. Um, by the time it crescendos at the end, they've put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. They've laid the foundations. They've built it up. Still a fucking shit sitting on top though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the thing. It's not shit. It isn't shit. I, I, I'm giving it undue thing there. It's not shit, but it just—it's not for me. It, it's okay, and like even you know, I'm—I'm I'm not. I'm okay with Muse. I'm okay with them. I don't have any beef with them, but like, they're just—I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan. No, they're just no. okay. They're okay, you know. Who is a Muse fan? This is what you know. Sometimes I, will, I think about well. Like my missus like likes Imagine Dragons and um, oh Imagine Dragons yeah and I I would like to take it to a gig and I'm thinking who are the Imagine like uh, what am I walking into like you know like I don't who who is an Imagine Dragons fan we all like their songs their songs are great um there's a handful of Imagine Dragons they're all Imagine good. Dragons songs that I think yeah, yeah they're all good songs but who's a fan who's, who's actually buying tickets to their gigs and going am I going to walk into like something weird. I think you would. That's what I worry about. I always think, I, back in the days of um, internet forums, yeah, yeah, um, I was very active on an internet forum, and there was a guy on there who I had a, a particularly nasty fallout with, who had an Imagine Dragons <laughs> lyric as his. What was it, your like, signature? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, your signature or something. And I gave him. It was about something really, like it was something that me and you could disagree with right now. Yeah, yeah. But on the internet, it's yeah, it's personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he turned it into that I was being, what's the word? 
what's it if you're anti-gay? Um, homo, um, uh, what am I? Anti-gay? What's that word? Anti-gay? Anti the gays. Yeah. You're not homosexual. What are you? You're no, you're not homosexual. <laughs> you're homoerotic. No, no. What is it? Promo. <laughs> what the fuck is that word? We're like two drunk idiots here now. Not gayest, because you'd be more gay than them. What? What is it? What's, well, he said I was that. And um, I was like, man, what are you on about? And he was American, and he was yeah. an Imagine Dragons fan. And this became a big deal to him. And I was like, look, you know, let's, let's just knock this on the head. What mate. was his signature? What was the actual line? Oh, it, was, it was a lyric from an Imagine... Oh, I didn't know what it was. And I then Googled it to try just and understand what man. it was. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Um, there is a couple of their songs I do actually like. They're good songs. And honestly, I, I don't mind much of that. Like, I, I quite like listening to them. They're kind of like quite epic songs, aren't they? You know, they kind of like get you going. I, I think and, they were quite in there as well. They're quite <clears throat> cutting edge. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people have then adapted that sound. Not my bag, but yeah. Yeah, they're shit bands. But I, I've, always, I've, always, you know, I've always worried about, okay, let, let's say I land these two tickets for me and Sammy. You know, present them at a birthday or a, a Christmas, and I'm like, we're going to Imagine Dragons. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to walk into. You oh, know. I think there'd be a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I think there'd be a lot of, and I think there'd be a lot of woke people there. Oh, don't Imagine say Dragons that. Game. Don't say that. I mean, it says, is, it, is this going from going by this interaction on, online? Maybe. I mean, we're talking <laughs> probably twelve years ago here when I had this interaction, but I don't know. I just get the impression that. Yeah. That's their kind of fans. I, oh. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Sorry, I've, I've kind of derailed this. Uh... <laughs> That's completely fine. Uh, right. No, you could have been a wonder. Taking your circus to the sky. You couldn't take it on the tightrope. No, you had to take it on the side. In the near future, I've got a Kings of Leon episode coming up. Sweet. Um, Kings of Leon. Love them. <sighs> Come on. It's great, this is, because this is what I love, Chris. Yeah. I think Kings of Leon are like massively superiorly overrated. Oh, okay. Right. That's okay. Right, listen. Yeah, yeah, because we can talk about this. Sex on Fire. Yeah. Hate it. But it's a banger, and and that I I hate their biggest song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that because they kind of like were this band, and then they changed, and they were this band. They become this raw band, begin you know, yeah. and they become this commercial band after. Mm. And I, I know what you're on about. They went on this journey, mm. and they didn't have to maybe take a certain route. Well, they were just like this this uh, this American garage rock band. Yeah, really is what they are. Southern garage rock band this era. And, I mean, was this kind of the time when they were doing, like, Molly's Chamber? Same. And, This yeah. is what surprised me, because I, I, yeah. I thought, well, I, I, like, went into it, and I was like, well, this was the first, this was Molly's Chamber's album, so this was the first album. Okay, yeah. 
And this is as raw as they get. Yeah. And then yeah. from then they get a bit more polished. You know, from mm. second and mm. third album was their probably that's probably their best album. But like, it, what's the, the third album? Is that be, because of the times? That's the one beco- before like Sex on Fire. And yes, because that's when they're too. That's too commercial. Yeah. Because of the times, there's still there's a lot of depth. Honestly, it's a huge album. Okay. Huge. Because we haven't decided, um, me and okay. the guy who's going to do it, which album we're going to do. That's so is that the one? Is that the Cusp album? To me, that's their seminal work. Mm. Yeah. Okay, 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 that's good. This is decent. Yeah. Decent, decent song. It's yeah. Good riff. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just, there you go. His voice is, like, awesome. You know? It really works. Yeah. It was different. Yeah. Nobody was doing that kind of. No. It's kind of a slacker vocal, but yeah. it's... It, it's not, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, that's a good uh, way of putting it. Yeah. It works. It's really good. Um, good song. Good song. I like it. That's the kind of thing that someone said. Oh, listen, to Kings of Leon, and I'd go, man, yeah, yeah, I'm all in on that. Mad though that someone like this. This pops out on like what 2005, <clears throat> during all these other songs. And we've, there's so many shit songs that we've listened to, <laughs> but this is the band that's do. They're bigger than probably any other band right now. At now, this point. Yeah. Do you mean now, 2023? Well, well, or, or now on this album? Well, definitely on this album. But like, yeah. in terms of like, they've stood the test of time. They've grown their base. Mm-hmm. And um, they haven't deteriorated through time, basically, what I'm trying to say. Do, do you not think? No. Um, so I don't know a lot about them in 2023. I saw them last year. Oh, did you? Yeah, I saw them yeah. live. It was in June. And... Uh, it was, my, my brother had bought the tickets like about six months before. And like he said, look... Oh, he just texted me, oh, I've got your tickets to Kings Leon. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, you know, if I want to go, well, you know, thanks anyway. I wasn't too fussed about him buying them. And it was the day after my birthday. I was thinking, oh, do I really want to go around there? Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, but anyway, so me and Sammy, we absolutely loved it. Honestly, it was absolutely I imagine, amazing. I imagine live, they're a decent. I've seen thing. them, I've seen them four times live, or three or four times live, and that was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the best. Okay. Kings of Leon, glowing endorsement there from Mr. Wellings. Yeah, Christ almighty. Doesn't mean much, but... It's almost um, as if he's on the PR team. Yeah, I'm part of them. I'm part of, but they're, they're called Followell. They're, they're the Followell family, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. I don't the, know. This, they've all got the same surname, Followell. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, neither. They're all brothers or cousins and shit, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Oh, no, no, no. Follow Swell. Follow Swells. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> rooster? <laughs> I can see it's rooster, but what the fuck were rooster? I've never heard of rooster in my life. I can remember hearing the name. I know in America it's like a, a chicken joint, like uh, like like KFC. Well, yeah, I know what a rooster is. Cock a doodle do, yeah. Um, it's a great song off the second Alice in Chains album, Rooster. But man, I mean, what's this? I mean, who, who in in twenty? I'm just. Now I'm not going to deny for a second that in the early nineties this would have been squarely aimed in my direction. Yeah, 
But by 2005, 20, <laughs> um, who's into this? It's as though they've been in some like time capsule and they've, they've woken up from a chamber and um, they just thought, we've got to play. And It's like, um, do you remember bands like Extreme or maybe yeah, even less, um, less bluesy Black Crows or yes, stuff or like that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what this is like. Um, I know it, it's look. I, I know some of these songs have like they've just they've picked them out from different. It, but is this from that time as well? Um, it was released in May twenty um, two thousand and five. Yeah, Jesus got Christ, fourteen on the charts listed. Well, there's, there's a market there somewhere. Yeah. It's a different time, isn't it? <laughs> Literally, is a different time. We don't need to listen to that anymore, do we? We should skip that one. Talking of skipping. Wow, this one's interesting. Okay, so we've got POD with Youth of the Nation, um, a straight new metal band. Last but one track on this album. I mean, it's even got that whole, listen, that whole rap, American rock, it's like that whole vibe thing, and P.O.D. were very, um, (laughs) I bought the cloudy lemonade, just tried to attack that, Um, they were very, um, very God. I've got American Christian metal band as yeah. my, my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had a song called Alive, was their big song. I feel so alive for the very first time. Yeah, it's like some a, sermon-like kind of well, song. It, it, well, sort of, with a new metal riff behind it. <laughs> I always hated this song. This is always like... Um, this is included on many compilations. And it just never hits for me. It's just <laughs> bullshit. It's an obvious song, isn't it? It's very obvious. I get why it hits. I get why, like, it's like a big song. Yeah, do got, you? Well, look, it's got the chorus. It's got it's got the kids singing. I mean, come on. It, obviously, it's about school shootings. I mean, it's yeah, it is. It is. That's what it's know, about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, what's it's going to be included. And yeah. it's just like it. It's almost targeting people's emotion, isn't it? It. It's quite manipulative. Yeah, well, and um, where are we? Two thousand five. When were they all the American shootings? Apparently, this was <clears> recorded <throat> when they were on their they were on their way to their like studio that go to every day during this mm. the record they were recording, and then the one day they got held up because you know there was like choppers going over and police cars everywhere. Yes. They got held up by a long time, and they and they thought, what is it? And they found out what it, there was. Some school got shot up. Yeah, and. Uh, that's when they wrote this song, which delayed the album by like two months or something. It became the album, I guess, in the end. Yeah. But you don't be remembered for like a band who wrote a song about a school shoot-up, like, I don't know. No, I don't think that, neither. It's... This is shit. Yeah. It? It, it, it's, I don't know, it's just... Um, it's okay, like, you know, but like I would never buy it. it, it it's all right. Have you ever bought a new metal album? Never. No. Never. Mm. As Love Island people would say, this is 100% not my type on paper. (laughs) And 
listeners, everybody who's listened to these podcasts knows I fucking love it when we either finish an album with an all-out, <laughs> balls-hanging-out classic, or we finish it with like a, a melancholy kind of good thing, you know. But um, this is neither of those. It's a real damn squib of an ending for me. See you looking at me, but I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, I think they, this was the fifth release from this album that they completely milked to death. They could have, they probably would have released like a sick. I mean, who knows? Well, yeah. Uh, it's it's um, look, they became like a, a thing for like a few months. Do within, they, do you think they became a meme before memes? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's just weird, isn't it? It's strange. I don't know. It's, um, look, don't you think just the darkness was, it was a strange moment in look, time? I didn't know. I, I looked into it. I had, to ch- I had to check my reasoning. So I thought, okay, so were the darkness like a serious band or were they just like trying to be like a parody? A panto like, band. Like Steel Panther, you know, mm. kind of like, but I think they were trying to be, Trying to produce serious music. I think that I think there was a definite tongue in cheek. Yeah. 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 I think there was a definite tongue in cheek. Um, but I think somewhere along the way, that tongue got lost. Yeah. Um, I always refer back to the moment they sniffed Christmas number one. Any shred of credibility was thrown out the window. Yes. And they would have sold their mother for another sign <laughs> on the singles charts. <laughs> Oh Absolutely. That's, but your that's, man, your man, um, Justin. Justin. Now, apparently, he's got a completely legit YouTube show or podcast, okay. who, and he's like quite a bit of a guy who's doing a decent job. I haven't listened to it, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I'm taking other people's opinions on that. But this, man, I, I don't mind this kind of music. You know what I mean? Do you not? No, I don't mind this kind of music, but I like it when it's. Authentic, but this is like kind of poking fun at it. I mean, like, this is not testing you in any kind of way, is it? Every musician in this band is a fantastic musician, they're really good and they can do what they need to do with their instruments. But to me, it's exactly the same as I said to you about um, the Jet song, where it's like people who think that air guitars are cool, yeah, and it just it's. It's basically like saying, look at those guys who like metal music over there or rock metal, rock songs. Fucking, let's take the piss out of that. Yeah. You know, I just, man. I never bought into the Darknesses stuff. Yeah, I never bought a Darkness record. Same here. I just, um, well, I never would have thought that that was your stuff, I'll be honest. Nah, it, yeah. it, it's pretty far away from where I am and, um, you know, I'm kind of glad they went it. 
disappeared into the ether and you know it's uh probably should happen sooner yeah <laughs> hung drawn and quartered <laughs> oh man <laughs> so overall are we writing this album well we're not writing it really oh, okay. if, if you want to throw a writing down on it you can do definitely and actually yeah go on we'll throw a writing on it but okay if we're thinking about what it signifies of the time and everything. What are we thinking about this? If you're album? if you're a foreign student into our country, you know, if you, you're I don't know, you're studying, I don't know, some kind of like uh, history of culture of the UK of this era. And I'll buy the 2005 festival album. That will give me an insight into knowing a bit more about that. I don't know that this album would help you with that. Right. I kind of think it would. <laughs> I think it. No, no, no. Okay, I, th- no, I think on. it would do for a 2005 because I think it's a strange time. And I'll be completely honest. I think it's kind of the last throwers of popular guitar music. Interesting point. Very Do you know what I mean? Pertinent, interesting like, point, yeah, yeah. When in the last ten years yeah. has guitar music yeah, yeah. bands been cool? When do you get these tracks that start with a guitar riff, yeah? Literally every every track apart from two had been top forty hits. Yeah. And many of them had been top twenty hits. Many had been top ten. Um you don't get that now. So th- this could be this album could be the twilight of Guitar music uh, within Ma- modern mainstream, the, the UK market. Yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That, that, well, that's what I'm thinking. I always think of the mid 2000s as just this big indie landfill area. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. There's other bands who we haven't spoke about, like Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Slightly earlier bands like the White Stripes, the Strokes, uh, who are much better <laughs> yeah. than what we've got here. I don't even think, in a lot of cases, it's these bands' best songs. No, there's some there's some cheap songs been thrown in here, thrown in. Um, there's there's some nuggets. Um, the I, I will definitely list uh, the Zootons' confusion as being an absolute absolute beauty. You like that uh, one, yeah? I, I wasn't expecting that. I, I you know I did my research and I was like, wow, I forgot about this. You know, you, know, you, know, you forget about songs. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. that. And then, like, instantly added it. Instantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so there's... Okay, so out of... I don't know, what are the 20 songs here? 25 songs? Uh, I might... I've added... I've added one song, which is the Zootons. So if you... (laughs) Would you add any of those to your... your, (sighs) What, if I was making a playlist? Would you add any? But it's got to be like your personal. I tell you what, my favourite song off all two CDs was the Libertines track. You know what? Yeah, to be fair, that I, I didn't add that, but I will add that going going back to um, mm. yeah, definitely. That, we'll add it. I didn't mind the Baby Shambles track, <laughs> but I wouldn't add it to anything. No, um, I didn't mind the Ash track. Yeah, but I wouldn't be adding that to anything. Ash was okay. Um, at the time we listened to it, I quite liked the Zootons track as well. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. and I didn't mind the Bravery track. 
great song. I've got it already, so I wouldn't add it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Aside from that, man. Yeah, it, 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 it's, um, it's a strange festival album. I mean, I don't know. Okay, I suppose they're all festival bands in some way, shape or form, maybe. But um, it doesn't uh, exemplify... Maybe these were all acts who were on the festival circuit in 2015. The, the roster, yeah. 2005. Yeah, the, possibly. I mean, like, but then again, you get like... Well, yeah, that would, expl- that would explain... Mm. That would explain Happy Mondays with that song being thrown in. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were doing some uh, loose fit when it before. hadn't even been remastered and re- reissued. That that would explain that for a start. It, yeah, could be right there. Um, as you said, you wanted to throw a grade at it. Okay, so do you do your grades out of five or ten? Or no, do I do them GCSE old school A to okay, E, okay, A to enough. U. Fair enough. I'm going to give this album. Um, you do pluses and minuses and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a D. I was going to say D plus. So yeah, I'll give yeah. Flat D for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Flat D. There's nothing that really lifts it. It's, it's below what's expected. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I go, you know, we're, we're more or less in sync there. Yeah. D plus D. Chris, how much have you enjoyed I've being enjoy- part over four months of an episode of the Personal Jukebox podcast. It's took a while to come together. It has, yeah. but uh, it was worth it. And uh, I'm sorry it took this long, but no, honestly, it's, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> um, I've listened to some absolute sh- drivel, but that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> I've, I've been reunited with a good old friend, and um, I'm, sure we, I'm sure we can do more of these. Hopefully yeah, we can. Yeah, Hopefully we can. I think we've listened to a lot of stuff that will give us impetus to do yeah. some new yeah. stuff and some Absolutely. different stuff. Definitely. Absolutely. Great stuff. And you only live down the road as well. I know, yes. Yeah, ridiculous. It's like, like literally it, you, me, and Boyd live within. 0.15 miles of each other. Where, where, where's he live? He lives just up the road there. Because I was like, I got here 10 minutes early thinking it was a 15 minute walk, but it was literally a 90 second walk. So <laughs> I'm literally, I'm tripping over, I'm getting, I'm falling into size house basically. <laughs> right, if you guys out there, this has been an absolute monstrous episode. I hope you've stuck with it. There's been some shit that we've slogged through. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show with the podcast drop us an email at personaljukebox at gmail.com don't forget to drop them reviews on iTunes and Spotify Uh, you can follow the show on Facebook Instagram once again I apologise if that sound is off if Ning hasn't fixed it by the time we get round to the end Chris yes I always ask people if they want to Play a song out for oh, us. You know what? what? No, 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 no. Listen to us. Listen to me here. Sorry. Can you remember what you picked before? I picked a song before. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can you tell me what I picked? <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what you picked? Do you I, know what you want to play out? No. I don't want to pick whatever I picked before, surely. Because oh, I'll, you don't. Well, okay. if you if you show me it, and then I may select it. Okay, hang on. I'll. Tell you what you picked. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, so so, that, but that's okay. That's a, that's a, that's a good bloody song. To be it fair, it tied into what I was that's doing a next. Really yeah. good song. I don't yeah. mind that song one bit. That's what that's my, that's in my top ten actually. You said that at the time. Yeah, <laughs> I think you said it was top five. <laughs> okay, so. 
this is like peak REM awesome. around this era. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely class. Right, thank you very much, guys. We're going to get Chris back again. You're going to come back, aren't you? I hope so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I hope there's some new listeners. He's going to bring some new dudes in. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Sticking in with it. Um, I'll see you in two weeks' time. Chris, thank you very much. Hola. Yo, yo, yo.